millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome to the Female Struggle is Real podcast um, episode number two. So does this noise mean anything to you? Do you recognize that noise? Oh, there it goes again. Of course, it means that you have got a new match on Tinder um, because this week we are talking all about online dating. Have you ever online dated? Um, Have you had bad experiences with it? Have you had good experiences with it? Uh, We want to know your stories so you can email thefemalestruggle at gmail.com. Now, online dating is kind of a weird one for me because I never really thought, probably like most people, that it would be my thing. And, you know, I guess there is still a stigma around online dating. I mean, no one wants to meet the love of their life on a dating app, do they? But sometimes it just happens and that's like completely fine. Um, I'll talk more about this later, but I met my boyfriend on Tinder and uh, for the last year, his mum believed, and by the way, this is uh, through no fault of my own, this was completely him, uh, his mum believed that we met in an art gallery. You know, we were just pondering the Monets and he struck up a conversation with me. Not how it happened at all. But anyway, that is what she thought. Anyway, I'll talk more about that later. I'll just tell you my experience. I mean, I was on Tinder for, oh, I don't know, on and off for a couple of years, I guess. Uh, kind of using it seriously some weeks and then not very seriously in others. I'll tell you a secret. In fact, at one point, I was using it purely to get more Instagram followers, which is very embarrassing. But anyway, there we go. It's all about honesty in this podcast. It's a safe space. Um, I was awful. I used to just go on Tinder and swipe constantly in the hope that about one in 10 uh, of the men I was swiping would follow me on Instagram. And it worked for a while, you know, it actually worked. Anyway, so my boyfriend was one of those. Uh, He was one of the people I hoped would follow me on Instagram, which he didn't, sadly. Um, He has now, thank God. Um, But yeah, uh, we met on Tinder and it was all like very casual, went on a date with him. I was kind of like dating really casually just for a bit of fun, really. I wasn't actually looking for anything serious. And I know everyone says that. Um, but genuinely, I wasn't. I was quite happy on my own. I'd like been through a really horrible breakup a couple of years before. Um, so I was quite happy just to kind of meet up with people. I was living in a new place. It was all super casual. Um, and then I met my boyfriend and I was like, oh, God, I really like him, but I don't want a boyfriend. What do I do here? And um, we just kind of kept meeting up and then it happened. And, you know, when I matched him on Tinder, I never, ever thought that... Um, we would be together or, you know, seriously. And, uh, you know, we're in a long distance relationship because he lives um, in Wolverhampton and I'm down south in Southampton. So, um, and which is, I mean, that's a joke in itself, isn't it? Because obviously Tinder bases itself on your location. I mean, how on earth? I didn't set my thing at 500 miles. I didn't. I swear it. (laughs) It's actually very glamorous. He was sat in a McDonald's when uh, I popped up on his Tinder. So there we go. So today, 
Uh, we're going to chat to a couple of people. First of all, we're going to speak to a dating blogger who is, uh, she's one of my new faves, actually. Um, a couple of people recommended uh, her to me because she blogs about dating. She blogs about life. She blogs about being single. Um Obviously, being single is kind of like a huge thing now. I guess it always has been, but more so now because of the whole um, uh, introduction of online dating and dating apps. Um, A lot of people find it easier to meet someone, whereas there are still obviously a lot of people who still find it really hard and find the online dating thing really hard. So we're going to speak to her about her experiences. And also, we're going to speak to someone who um, also met their partner online and now they are getting married so I really really want to hear their story too. Okay so uh, with me now um, I have got Vix Meldrew who is a dating blogger and uh, I particularly like your blog posts Vix because they're just so blunt and honest. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> um, so uh, talk to me about when you first started like online dating. Um, well I found myself um, single about a year and a half ago and I'm not gonna lie my friends were counting down the minutes before they could say to me download tinder and um yeah got straight on it and pretty much just started straight away i thought you know no time like the present and yeah that app changed my life <laughs> how did it change your life well um it's i've learned so much in the last year and a half from people that i've met people that i've been on dates with people that i've then started talking to about dating and it just teaches you a lot about uh, the wider world and yourself. So, um, yeah, it's been an enlightening process. <laughs> did you find it um, quite overwhelming when you first joined Tinder? Because I remember when I did, A, like just the, how the whole thing works, you're, you know, swiping random men just literally basically by how they look in a few words. Um, yeah. And then this sort of flurry of bizarre messages you'd get. I just found it all a bit kind of bizarre, really. Yeah, I think when you first go on it, it's like you're like a kid in a candy shop. You're like, yeah, all the men. And then when those messages start coming in, it's then that sort of like weaving process to look at them and, and you know, really think, mm, I've got a lot here. Let's discard all of the rubbish and all of the highs and the single emoji messages. And um, yeah, that sort of selection process is probably the most overwhelming of everything. Um, And then very quickly you realise that you shouldn't just be so slapdash. You shouldn't just swipe, 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 swipe swipe for anybody that has a beard. And do you have like rules with that sort of stuff? Because um, I just remember absolutely hating anyone with a topless selfie. I was like, no, no, no. Anyone with a tiger that was seduced in Thailand? No, I just wasn't keen. (laughs) Absolutely no pictures of you at your wedding, which I oh my god more often than you would imagine. Yes, and there's a new trend. It's not that new. I kind of talked about it on my Twitter not long ago. But men at the moment seem to think it's a good idea to put their Uber rating in their profile. <laughs> that is that's a way of feeling oh their quality. Um, but that's just a no for me. But, that is my it's new so favourite thing. Oh my gosh, yeah. I can't believe that because obviously because I've been off Tinder about a year now. But my gosh, that is brilliant. I remember when um, when I was on it, the big thing was height, and yeah. being like quite a small person. I mean, height just never even occurred to me. Like I hadn't even yeah. thought about you know, oh, a guy's height should be however many feet. I just hadn't thought about it. But every guy yeah. had to put their height in. It's so odd. From talking to lots of guys, that's one of the things I ask them. Why are your profiles so passive aggressive about height? And they said to me that lots and lots of women 
it's the first message, hi, really like your profile, how tall are you? And the second you say you're under six foot, you will just get unmatched. And these are from women who say in their profiles that they are five foot one, five foot two. But these guys literally get women saying, I won't date you unless you're over six foot two or over six foot three. And It's actually a really good point. I've never thought about it before, but it's a little bit like um, if a guy was like, um, sorry, what size boobs are you? Because like, I'm not going to go yeah. out with you unless you're a 32C or above. Exactly. And we would be so offended. But yeah. apparently when it's the other way around. Um, speaking yeah. about that guy that uh, basically lied about his height, have you ever had mm. any really bad experiences from uh, online dating? I always say there's never a bad date. There's only ever a good story. Um, so, yeah, and I have had a lot of good story dates as opposed to just good dates. That is so true. Can you tell us one good story? Your best. Oh, yeah, here we go. Right. So this is an element of this whole picture thing and not being that truthful about their appearance. Another tip, never, ever, ever go out with a guy that only has one picture on Tinder. Oh, my God. 100% agree. Yep. <laughs> this is early on in my dating career. And um, one picture, great over messages. I thought, OK, this can be fine. Went to a train station and I'm really short sighted. So I could have stood there like looking, like squinting at people coming past, like some really hot guys. Like, Is that him? No. Is that him? No. <laughs> and then out of the corner of my eye, I just see this shape limping towards me. <laughs> And as I turned, he went, hi, Vic. And I was like, ah, oh, hi. Even that one picture, he looked nothing alike. Um, and again, you know, I'm not, you know, I wouldn't judge people on how they look. I'd always give people a go because I would hate people judging on how I look and it's equality and feminism. Yeah. Um, but my immediate thought was, oh, my God, you look like sloth from the Goonies. Oh, my God. And, um, yeah. And, uh so I thought, right, come on, you're here, give him a chance. He was great over messages, seemed to have a great personality. The initial attraction's not there, but it can always grow. <laughs> um, and, yeah, we went to a pub and got there. The barman asked me for my order. I gave it and then asked him for his order. And he was like, oh, do her first. And the barman was like, oh, we've already done her order. What would you like? Do her next. Do her first. Do her first. Do her first. I was like, what? What is he, what? what's going on? Like, why is he repeating himself? Why can he not hear the bar, the barman? And what have I let myself into? Anyway, fast forward him punching me on the arm repeatedly, calling me mate. Oh, um, God. Yeah, oh, yes, mate. That's great, isn't it, mate? Yeah. As if I was like a chum. Um, I thought, right, let's have one more drink and then I'm going to make my excuses. It's like, oh, I'm really tired. Like, try and get those in. And um, he just wasn't having it. He was like, do you want to have another drink here and then go somewhere else? Do you want to go and get food? And he had no idea that I just was, I hadn't even spoken to him. That's how disinterested I was. Um, but he didn't pick up on any signs whatsoever. So um, I ran away. <gasps> no. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you climb out of a toilet window? I wish. No. I, actually, I was, I was quite proud of myself for this ingenious escape plan. But we were in a pub and there were these two really drunk girls. And I was like, hey, come over and join our table. You look fun. Um, <laughs> and he was like, right, I'm going to go and get everyone a drink. And I was like, no, 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 not for me, thanks. I'm going to make a move in a sec. And he was like, oh, right, OK, right, I'm going to go and get a drink. But he went to the bar and I just said to the girls, I was like, look, can you just tell them I've gone outside to accept like an emergency phone call or something? And they were like, OK, yeah, no problem. And yeah, I just ran, ran as fast as I could. I did text him straight away and just said, look, I'm really sorry I had to go. And anyway, as you could probably guess, I wasn't feeling it. Um, I hope you have a great night anyway. And thanks for... Um, thanks for your time this evening. So I didn't feel too bad, but um, yeah. Oh, that was, gosh. But... I, I didn't know how else to get out of it. I was trying to do the excuses. Oh, I've got to be up early. Like, yeah. Um, 
like yawning constantly in his face and he just wasn't getting any of it any of it so I just thought that's my only option because um you've never met someone before when you're online dating then when Mm. you do meet them and you're not feeling it as you say Mm. it's always so awkward afterwards to kind of do that what do you do do you send the sort of first tinder message again or it's so odd isn't it I hate being ghosted. I hate being on a date and thinking, oh, yeah, it's gone really well, and then never hearing from them again. And it makes me angry. And I think, oh, if only you had the decency. However, sometimes I do think I would rather that than receive the getting pied text, the you're a great girl, but I just wasn't attracted to you, or I just don't think our personalities clicked. Sometimes thinking, oh, maybe they just died. Um, is kinder than knowing that you've been rejected. Yeah, that is so true. I'm exactly the same as you. I hate being ghosted. It's the most frustrating thing. By the way, Mm. if you don't know what ghosted is, it's where um, you're kind of (laughs) texting someone and suddenly just they just disappear off the face of the earth and you just can't contact them again. Um, It is the worst thing. But also the getting pie text is just so cringe and you just feel so humiliated, don't you? And just so rubbish. Yeah. So whenever I've received one, I then have to put my phone really far away and I just can't look at it again for a good solid few minutes because it's just like I know that it's there. Oh, Vix, you should just delete straight away. Have that as your new rule. Yeah, just completely. One of my things, because I run um, dating events and dating workshops and I did my first one um, a few weeks ago in February um, with a great bunch of girls and we we looked at dating profiles and we talked about things that had happened and we were sharing sort of tips and advice. And one of my tips that I always say is go into your emoji keyboard and find the bin emoji. (laughs) It is the best emoji for dating. And I have done that many times. If I've had the pie text, they will just get the bin emoji back and then I would delete them and block them. Um, Just really quickly as well, I just wanted to talk about uh, safety with online dating because obviously there's been so much stuff recently in the news, um, horrible, horrible cases about young girls meeting up with men, but also um, there was that big case with Grindr as well. Um, How do you stay safe? Do you tell a friend every time you go on an online Mm. date? I'm actually going to be on TV about this in a couple of weeks, so uh, keep an eye on my Twitter because I'll tell you a bit more. But we we are talking a lot about online dating safety and how, what you can do. And for me, it's one of those really tricky things because for me, the message shouldn't always be don't get too drunk, don't stay out late, don't go somewhere you don't know. The messages out there should be don't spike people's drinks, don't assault them. <laughs> you know, it's it's weird how the, the onus of safety is put onto women. Yeah. But you know, that is just one of those things. Unfortunately, it is. The way I make sure that I'm safe is that I will always meet in a public place for the first meeting um, where I know there's going to be other people around. Um, and I will always tell at least one or two friends, if not an entire WhatsApp group, um, where I'm going and who the guy is and send like pictures of him and things beforehand. Um, and I think that's pretty much all you can do, really, because you don't ever really know. You are meeting a stranger Um, And then it's just a matter of being on the date and using your intuition. Women's intuition is their strongest, one of their strongest assets. And use it if you're not feeling safe or you're feeling uncomfortable. Either run away, which I'm a big advocate of, obviously, or, you know, call a friend or speak to somebody um, if you can. I might be wrong with this, but I think there's a thing that's just been introduced into quite a few bars recently where if you're on an online date and you feel unsafe or uncomfortable with it, is it you Mm. go to the bar and you order an angel shot? Oh. Is that, have you heard of this? I haven't, but I have heard of bars um, putting signs up in their um, toilets and saying, if you're feeling unsafe, come and ask for Angela. And that will know that that means. So kind of just giving those code words so that you don't, feel like you're going to be rumbled or that you look too suspicious so angel shots a great one if some bars recognize that 
Lots of bars, if they do offer that service, will put a notice up in the women's toilets to say, if you're on an online date and you're not feeling comfortable, do these things, which I think is really great. Definitely. Oh, well, thank you so much for chatting to me today, Vix. No um, super good luck with all your online dates and obviously keep us updated um, if you have any, any other hilarious stories. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, and I suppose the message is just to like, have a good time, but stay safe yeah. as well. Yeah, enjoy it, but be responsible and just look after yourself. Thank you very much, Vix. Really, really great to hear from Vix Meldrew. Um, Please, please check out her blog. It is absolutely incredible. It's so blunt and honest. And I think it's what we really, really need um, in the whole online. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Dating world at the moment. Okay, so we're going to talk to Tom now. Tom got in touch with me um, on Facebook, actually. And he has a really, really happy ending to his story about online dating. So, Tom, am I right in thinking you met your current partner um, on a dating app? It was Tinder, wasn't it? Uh, Yes, yes, it was. Um, Strangely enough, uh, she was my first ever match on there. Uh, That's not to say it was the first date I ever went on. We we matched up really early on when I first got on the app. Um, But she didn't get back to me for a long time. Um, so uh, I've been on a few Tinder dates. Some were very strange. Some didn't quite match what they sort of projected. Um, another one oh, literally started drunk dialing me the next day, which was oh god, ter- yeah, <laughs> <It> was terrifying. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, and the date just went all right, you know. And I wasn't sure, but then she was out with her friends the next day, and I was getting like literally messages like, "Oh, you should come out, come and meet us." And I was like, "Oh, this is." Very strange. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, a little while down the line, I, I literally said, this is the last one I'm doing. This is the last, like, really, well, really the last date, not just sort of Tinder, but I was like, no, I'm just I'm just going to give up. It's just not going to happen. Um, but then she got back to me uh, and I, I was quick and straight to the point because I, I was kind of, as I say, getting to the end of my tether. And so should we, should we just go for a drink? Let's get to know each other that way. Come and meet me. We'll go for a drink. Um, and we did. I, I tried to play by all the rules of not like communicating too much on the day. So I, I was actually at the football that day. Um, but she tells it that she was worried that I was just going to pull out because I, I didn't sort of get in touch for the whole day. But it was just I was trying not to be that guy. Um, but then we did meet. Uh, we met in the city centre and walked like down to a bar that was quite a way away. Um, and really, really hit it off, actually. And really really good date and had I think on the first date about 
I think it was like the second bar we went to and I turned to her and said, look, before we get really drunk and so you don't think I'm just saying it because I'm really drunk, can we go for a second date soon? I just want to say that now. Please, can we go for a second date? And uh, she said yes. And yeah, that's it's all gone well. We're three years down the line, still together and getting married in the summer. Oh my gosh, congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Um, I have to ask you this because I met my boyfriend on Tinder as well and we've been together about oh, a year now. Um, yes, yeah, so club. Tinder pals, I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but how was it like telling your family and friends that uh, you and your girlfriend had met on Tinder? Because I know, uh, for one, obviously I'm quite close to my grandpa and telling a 88-year-old man that I met on an app uh, that we met on an app, sorry, was the most confusing <laughs> prospect to him ever. I'm a lot, I don't have a lot of family. I sort of have my nan and my aunt, and I don't think they really get it. Like because they still even ask now, um, how how did you guys meet again? And I just have to say, oh, you know, through a through an app on your phone, and, and they're like, oh, oh, right. I don't think my nan really understands it at all. I think she's just happy I found someone. I think. Uh, they were both concerned I'd be forever alone, forever. <laughs> um, so it is hard. But my friends, they always seem really surprised by it. Like friends-wise, they always seem really surprised. I think everyone has this assumption that Tinder has this kind of, I don't know, stigma connected to it where everyone is just on it to try and hook up. And there are people on it just for that, but there are people that aren't and it gets a bit of a bad rep. Yeah, definitely. And I'm sure you're girlfriend or fiance even sorry um has uh told you about her sort of previous dates maybe even dating disasters and stuff um do you think it's more difficult for women on uh, a dating app than it is for guys it, it's hard to say because obviously you know there are guys out there that really use it to the wrong way one of my housemates in fact just after i met my other half literally went on it thinking oh, I'll meet girls this way and was meeting girls and sort of not seeing them again after you know what he called a successful night so to speak and that's terrible and it's awful that they're, you know funny enough not friends with him anymore um, but as a guy I know firsthand that some girls I'd be talking to and it's all going really well um, and then just nothing you know and no explanation they just stop talking so is it more difficult for girls or boys? I don't know. I, I suppose it, it's all down to experience. I think it's just difficult for people. <laughs> you know, I, I don't think it's particularly different for girls, but then I'm not a girl, so I haven't experienced it from that point of view. And, and Mother Half didn't really... I think she went on one Tinder date before me, but she was very sort of cautious with everything because she's had quite a lot of bad experiences just generally with relationships in the past. Well, do you know what? It's lovely to hear um, a really positive story come from uh, online dating and specifically Tinder because obviously, like I said, I met my boyfriend on Tinder. Um, So I'm just really pleased for you, Tom. So congratulations and thank you so much for speaking to me. (laughs) No problem at all. Thank you very much for having me. So lovely to hear uh, such a positive and happy story from Tom there. Um, I realise that this is such a hot topic and uh, there are so many of you who have got amazing dating stories and dating disasters. Um, If you want to get in touch with me and tell me about yours, uh, positive or negative, whatever, we just want to hear it, please, please do. Um, You can email 
thefemalestruggle at gmail.com or if you can't be bothered with that, then you can always just tweet me at mjrealdavis. Um, I guess uh, from this online dating chat, we've kind of established, I don't know, there is a little bit of a stigma around it, I guess. Um, people are still kind of coming to terms, especially older generations, uh, with the fact that a lot of people are now meeting online and just literally by casually swiping on an app. Um, really important to keep safe while you are online dating. Always tell somebody where you go, uh, like Fix said as well, meet in a public place. That is so, so important. I remember once uh, one of my best friends, uh, who lives in the middle of the country, down like a country lane, calling me up and telling me she was meeting a guy in a uh, country lane at 10 o'clock at night. And I was like, absolutely, no, you're not. <laughs> um, and it's awful, like Vic said, that we even have to consider these things because you you would like to live in a world where we can just trust everyone and hope that uh, none of this horrible stuff is going on. But very sadly, it is. So it is very important to stay safe out there. But by all means, go for online dating. I mean, like... Uh, you heard from Tom there. He's had a really positive experience. I personally, so far, cross fingers, have had a really positive experience as well. Um, and I don't think it's about where you meet, really. It's just about who you meet and uh, whether you're happy together. And I guess that's the most important thing. So, yeah, thank you so much for listening to and downloading this podcast. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.